Overview. The President's Book of Secrets by David Price is a journalistic examination of the history of the President's Daily Brief, PDB, a short, top-secret summary of the most important intelligence delivered to the President of the United States each day. The PDB is a document with some of the tightest access controls in the world. Prior to Harry Truman's presidency, presidents generally were not the primary intended audience of intelligence analysis, and they tended to limit intelligence collection operations even during World War I. The production of analysis for audiences outside the Central Intelligence Agency's predecessor, the Office of Strategic Services, began with Franklin D. Roosevelt's administration during World War II. When Roosevelt died in office, Truman assumed the presidency. Truman struggled to overcome a significant gap in his understanding of national security intelligence and U.S. development of atomic bombs. Truman founded the Central Intelligence Group and hired the first director of Central Intelligence. The group devised a daily summary of intelligence developments for the president. The daily summaries then evolved based on the needs of different presidents. John F. Kennedy requested a document with a less dense, more conversational tone, which became the president's intelligence checklist. He read this checklist on his own time. After Kennedy was assassinated, Lyndon Johnson assumed the office and began receiving the checklist. Johnson lost interest in the checklist and read only a brief summary document appended to it. Intelligence officials eventually replaced both documents with the president's daily brief. President Richard Nixon seldom received the brief himself. Instead, it went to National Security Advisor Henry Kissinger. When Nixon resigned in the face of impeachment proceedings, his replacement, Gerald Ford, had already been receiving copies of the brief and continued to engage with the document and briefing officers from the CIA. His successor, Jimmy Carter, sat for briefings less often, but his administration's guidance on the quality of content in the PDB raised standards. Ronald Reagan received an in-person briefing from CIA analysts every day, despite inconsistency in intelligence community leadership. George H.W. Bush received similar daily briefings with more engagement and physical security cautions. Briefings for Bill Clinton were so seldom held on schedule that they fell by the wayside, though he remained engaged with the content, and his vice president, Al Gore, was one of the most engaged with the PDB in its history. With decreased feedback, PDB content quality dropped until the agency introduced an initiative to reward contributors for their participation. Clinton's successor, George W. Bush, revived the high-engagement relationship his father had with the PDB briefing officers, but in the aftermath of the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks and the inaccurate intelligence that led to the invasion of Iraq, the PDB was subjected to public scrutiny. As a result of committee recommendations, the PDB is now the responsibility of the Director of National Intelligence. Today, Barack Obama receives his BDP by iPad and retains his predecessor's briefing additions specific to counterterrorism within the U.S., but has a less engaged relationship with briefing officers.